This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Oscar Panifex, Liam Fogarty, and Jared Timms. G'day, punters. Welcome to episode 11, season 2 of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. No exciting intro this week, and that's because I'm feeling very, very nostalgic. My name is Jared Timms. One of the reasons I'm feeling nostalgic is because I'm joined again by this bloke, Broncos great Jarrell Yao Yi. Yeah, my name is Jarrell Yao Yi, and my head hurts. Mm. <laughs> um, it's been a big weekend here in Bris Vegas, and uh, some of us take a little bit longer to recover than mm. others. Amen. Uh, and that is me. Okay. Uh, my voice has sort of only just come back. I also work in radio, so the last couple of days have been pretty tough for all the <laughs> listeners. It's been really, really tough, but uh, oof, I wouldn't have it any other way. All right, we'll dig a bit deeper into that in a minute. Firstly, though, back from Rugby League Riders as he is every single week as well, Oscar Panifex. Back again, also feeling a bit sorry for myself Hi-oh. today. <laughs> that might be still coming down from the weekend, emotionally, not, uh, yeah. not chemically, of course. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was a hell of a few days. Oh, yeah, and yeah keen, to, keen to chat about it today. Yeah. Now, the real reason I, and I'm sure you are as well, Gerard, feeling nostalgic this week, mm-hmm. Liam Fogarty, a gone. See ya. And that means that OG... Ned's NRL punting podcast man, Ryan Cook. I am back. That's oh. good, man. It's back together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got the call up for this on Sunday, and I've been excited ever since. It's great to have slept. It's great to see you. Yeah, yeah. So excited. <laughs> the prospect of being on a show where you might tip a winning multi this week as it's well. A, it's a rare feeling, mate. Let me tell you. <laughs> it doesn't fair, happen often on the AFL one. It actually has been for us this it's season. It's been pretty well, rare. Been horrific. I think our podcasts have been better than our punting. Uh, well, our multi picking anyway, but I know the boys have been leading the punters in some great tips. Absolutely. Well, let's get back to that magic round chat. How did we all fare, Gerald? Go a bit deeper than what you said just before. Wow. Uh, brown bread after the weekend. I can tell you that much. Uh, look, it all began for me. Uh, I did a bus tour uh, yeah. up from Sydney with uh, a couple of movers and shakers. Uh, Josh Morris, Billy Moore, uh, and uh, you know, someone oh, who you I was you excited love. to see Beaver. Steve Menzies. Did you Beaver. take an A to him for me? I did, mate. Did I you? did. Yeah. yeah um, look, I my mum I haven't probably never told you this. My mum's a massive Manly fan. Really? Well. Yeah. You've never told me I've that. I've never no. told you that. Oh, uh, yeah, because <laughs> I really don't want to talk about it. The apple has fallen a long way from yeah, the tree. It has, it has. <laughs> oh, mate, he is one of the driest people is he? that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> me and him just like, I, you know, after all these years, you know, I've obviously known Ches for a long time. Yeah. First time I ever met him. Which is very, very odd because I've been to Manly, you know, a lot. Stayed there. Oh, now. this last week was the first. That time was the first wow, I ever okay. met Steve Menzies. So, um, but we hit it off. You know, it was obviously supposed to be two Queenslanders hitting it off, but me and Beaver sat next to each other on the bus the whole <laughs> way up for two days, and um, man, it was fun. But that was only the beginning of my weekend because. Um, we had this weird thing in Brisbane called Magic Round, uh, where we ended up on that bus tour, landed on Friday afternoon about 6.30, just in time um, to give the Manly Seagulls a shellacking. Um, I don't remember that. (laughs) Well, neither do I. (laughs) Um, Because I went to the game and it was all all like downhill from there for me. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know, I'm a father now. Um, I don't do these uh, big weekends anymore and – when Friday, uh, my wife, I went home at about 
2.30 in the morning on <laughs> Bit of a pause. Yeah, <laughs> honesty session here. Yeah, this is an honesty test because uh, I can't get away with anything. Um, 2.30, I think it was about 2.30 in the morning I got home. Well, I know it was because my wife told me. Um, <laughs> and then she was the one that dropped me off on Saturday because I had to work for bloke yeah. um, oh, at the Caxton. <laughs> well, I did. I did. I had, to, I had to work. So I've grabbed everything and, and jumped in the car and, uh, and got ready for work on Saturday. And I reckon from about... I'd say from about one o'clock was just a pure blur. Wow! For me, um, I remember running into uh, Fletch and Hindy, uh, Matty Johns for a fair while as well. Was was drinking skewies with him and. Um, yeah, I think the excitement got the best of me. Mm. Um, just feeling that, uh, you know, that energy of NRL players around. Um, we all know how much, you know, we love to drink piss. And once you get, <laughs> once you get them all together, yeah. it was just downhill from there. I was doing things that I haven't done for a very long time. Uh, Zambuka shots with Al Friday night. Uh, tequila <laughs> shots with um, Fletch and Hindy on the, the Friday night yeah. before I... Um, went home and then on the Saturday when I seen him again uh, and Matty Johns was just uh, making me skull beers so because um, I don't know if a lot of people I actually can skull a pretty fast beer can you? it's been really one of my things that over the years people have tried to make <laughs> I would have guessed that to be fair <laughs> yeah. um, so Matty Johns has known about this um, so as soon as he seen me, he grabbed a couple of punters from where we were and he said, let's go. And yeah, obviously I always come out. The cream always rises, boys. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, Sunday I had to do another thing at the Norman B on Sunday. Good so um, I can tell you this. The doghouse is very warm at the Aggie household at the moment. <laughs> um, but I'm back bigger than ever right here in the place I love to be. I've got that, any, any shoeys? No shoeys. No, no, no shoeys because the boys were doing a lot of those. And I thought to myself, look, I'm already treating myself like a piece of shit. Why would I I go and drink out of the boot that they're drinking out of, right? I do have to admit I was a little bit worried about you from the Saturday onwards because on the Friday our WhatsApp group was absolutely going off, everyone in, and then for the rest of the weekend it was just Oscar, Liam and I talking. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, well, you went MIA after Friday night, I think. Yeah, well, I did. I'm not going to – like, I don't even remember. But I didn't actually talk to anyone on my phone, and that's why I was in the doghouse because, mm. um, you know, communications is key in relationship, everyone, um, <laughs> and make sure you do it with your partner. So I have had uh, a great weekend, but, you know, Brisbane put on another, you know, show. Uh, we do it the best, and we've got it for next year, and they're talking about moving it. I mean, I think people just need to relax. This is this is the best place for it, mm. I think. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to move it somewhere, I don't think – Moving it too fast uh, and too early is the key. Give them a more couple more years here because mm. I think it's doing a great job in Bris Vegas. Yeah. yeah, amen. What about you, Oscar? Did you get to see every single game? I sure did. Oh, that's the most rugby league writers thing you've ever. Mate, done. I was I was impressed when I got to the end of Sunday and I'd been to every single one. I can't yeah. believe <laughs> I yeah. I didn't think I had it in me. Oh, well, I barely did. I think Friday uh, I definitely embraced my bench impact role yep. uh, mentality and went way too hard too early. Oh, yeah. I feel you. Um, I was in the absolute herlocker Saturday morning, but pulled through, yep. got through Saturday, got through Sunday. Uh, it was, yeah, it was an unreal few days. I had my mate Chase, uh, my business partner from Rugby League Riders, mm-hmm. over from the across the ditch. First time I've seen him in a few years. So, yeah, it was an unreal weekend. I went to um, – who play, Who did Penrith play on the weekend? Was. <laughs> yeah, I went to that game and I didn't have a ticket right because I just wasn't going on the Saturday and Sunday. So my mates found a ticket for me. We were sitting – I'm telling you not. I've never been up this high before. And, um, <laughs> we were up the, I've, the sun? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think – I will never do that again at some – like I'm so sorry for everyone that has to do that week in and week out at Suncorp Stadium. Um 
halfway through that game, I was saying to my friends, I'm leaving. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, man, I'm going to drink piss at the Caxon. I'm not <laughs> staying. the track now and you're not, not going to get there. Not the other thing. Like, there was a lot of families around me and I wouldn't have felt it safe. It wasn't family friendly. No, oh, no. I was drinking very fast. <laughs> so I was like, I need to get out of here. Even the lady, even the security lady knew who I was because I've obviously done a fair bit of work at Suncorp. Mm. Um, she asked me if I was okay. And I said, when when I when she Did asked you say, me. say, I'm magical? Oh, no. When she asked me that I was like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm okay and then I just immediately was like paranoid yeah. paranoia kicked in because I was yeah, like are people yeah. watching me <laughs> I just yes, had to leave we're so all fast. watching you draw. went upstairs to the Caxon and just you know leashed myself straight on there and didn't move for a, for a couple of hours did you release yourself from the AFL Ryan did you get down to NRL magic round I did on Friday we were doing a shoot down there me, Dill and Liam was there as well we were all uh, pretending oh, great to... stuff by the way it was it was yeah. a lot of fun we were yeah. all pretending yeah. to be uh, Newcastle Knights fans so if uh, anyone hasn't checked that out check it out on the Ned's YouTube uh, page. I think it's on the socials as well. But it was a great scene down there. A yep. lot of a lot of great mullets getting around. I have to say. Yeah. Um, but we were there right before the Raiders kicked off, and there was about hundreds and hundreds of Raiders fans. I couldn't mm. believe the turnout. Um, really loud too, and it was just yeah, unreal scene. Um, lots of cool yep. people around, lots of great energy. So, yeah, it was good. They were once upon a time Queensland's second team, the Raiders, weren't they, in the early 90s yeah, true. before anyone else pulled back? It's yes. incredible that 30 years later that seems to have stayed on. Yeah, it has. And you know what? Over the weekend, geez, I've seen some, you know, really – we talk about nostalgia. nostalgia. What about the jerseys getting mm. around? Like, yeah. I – I had a horn. I was like, man, this yeah. is like, this is rugby league mad. Yeah. I had like, a PNG Hunters jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. so cool to see. Um, I don't have anything. Obviously, I've got my old jerseys, but I don't fit them anymore. So there's no <laughs> way I'm wearing those. But just looking at people and being able to talk to the punters about footy, like rugby league just left, right and centre. It was, mm. it's one of the only weekends in Brisbane, apart from Origin. Yeah. Like it's it's the biggest, It's apart from, you know, having some, you know, Origin of Suncorp, it's the biggest weekend in rugby league. When in you, and you talked about it last week, I think, about wanting or encouraging people to, um, you know, get up to a bit of mischief but, yeah. but behave themselves. I think the biggest difference between last weekend and the Origin weekends is the vibe around the city. Yeah. It was so positive. Yeah. Like everyone was in the yep. best mood, no matter what, what jersey you were wearing, you could all have a yarn, throw a bit of shit at each yeah. other. But at mm. the end of the day, we're all just there to have a few beers and enjoy ourselves. So, yeah, yeah it was unreal. Clearly, we all think that it's the best weekend of footy of the season. Uh, like you touched on there, Ryan, the Knights fans and their club missed out. Yep. We spoke about this at the start of the week. What is the fairest way to decide which club misses Magic Round every year? I'll throw some shit at the wall and see if it sticks here. Um, I think that's what this podcast is. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's back. pretty much what this is. <laughs> I've, I've, got podcast. <laughs> I've got two ideas. So I think... Whichever team from the previous season has the worst for and against misses out. Ooh, okay. okay. Right. Or, or you up the stakes for origin or even the preseason. So say New South Wales loses origin, yep. a New South Wales team has to miss out. Or How do you figure that out, though? Yeah, well, that's yeah. where it gets tricky. But have, it, yeah. yeah. Open I don't the debate. first idea, yeah. to be honest, and that's not one that I've heard previously. No, me neither. Oh, well, we did talk about origin series about grand finals, though. Mm. If whoever wins the grand, yeah. whoever wins the origin <laughs> series gets the grand final, mm. yeah. that would be pretty cool. And we're going that in a different cool. way there. But, um, you know, we said, you know, we, we were pretty, you know, we agreed on whoever came last um, every year, um, you know, misses out. Or 
uh, it just gives them more of an opportunity as members, right? Um, so go and go and support your club, even mm. if it's the shittiest mm. member membership you can get. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, whoever yeah, like doesn't, whoever doesn't uh, have them, whoever's got the least members, that's who misses out. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Don't hate that at all. Well, the punters had their say, as they always do. Oh, they do as well. <laughs> Ted Callahan, wooden spoon. That was pretty much what we'd agreed yeah. on. That seems a fair enough way. Dean Nelson just said, "I wish the Eels had missed out." Well, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> I think they wish. They missed out oh, yeah. after losing <laughs> yeah. to the Gold Coast. Bloody Titans. Uh, finally, our mate Atherton G. Nye oh, came yeah. back in this week. Yeah. He had something. Can't remember exactly what it was, but he had something good to say a couple of weeks ago. Just don't hand it to the bloody Cosa Nostra in Vegas. <laughs> what? <laughs> the most stupid, greedy, idiotic idea for a very long time. Alternating in Auckland and Brisbane where the crowds will follow. Just do it and stop being greedy. I think his wires might be a little bit crossed, to I've, be honest. I'm pretty th- sure they were think- talking about taking a game to Vegas. Yeah, they? they were t- taking the uh, the f- the first game. Yeah, round yeah. one. Yeah, round one. South's game, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, love what the punters always got to say, and I think on that one, we're probably we're probably in balance with them. Yeah, absolutely. Let's steer away from Magic Round just for a mm. few moments. Joseph Suali'i, his form probably hasn't been quite as good this year as it was last year. And this week, there's plenty of people saying, well, maybe they should get rid of him to rugby union early. Mm. Should he go Oscar? Oh, I don't think so. I I can understand the argument or the reasoning for it. I think um, there's been a bit of chat on the socials about that message perhaps being leaked from the Roosters in order to give Suali'i a bit of a rev up. I don't know if... That you know, those kind of dark arty kind of things happen to manipulate or encourage players. I just think he's out of form, probably playing out of position, and in a team that's out of form as well. Mm. Uh, I'm surprised to see him named at centre again this week. I thought they might have moved him back out onto yeah. the sting. Um, yeah, not sure what's going on there. With Origin around the corner as well. Mm. I mean, he was in really you know big conversations. Yeah, I had him on the wing in, yeah. in my team for, yeah, for the Blues. But, you know, he started to he started to fall. I don't think that ever really happens at clubs like okay. well, what we're talking yeah. about. I just think um, maybe they have to make some room in the cap, um, <laughs> and they got to move him faster. Yeah, that makes sense um, yeah look, I, I mean, this is always going to come to fruition, isn't it? Because. You know, we, we, we're having this war with Rugby Union at the moment, mm. um, you know, and they're throwing everything they can uh, to try and bring us down. And um, I mean, I don't know what they're trying to do. We take the piss out of ourselves enough. We don't need them <laughs> to take the piss out of us. So, um, yeah, look, I, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he I think he sees out the contract. Yeah. Do you reckon he's a chance of getting picked for Origin now? What do you no. reckon that's now out the, no. out the window? I think, I think if you're Freddie, you got it like – New South Wales have missed a great opportunity, yeah. you know, in the last five years to make it, you know, four out of five, five out of five. I think you've got to pick kids who are going to – got young, younger guys who are going to be there for a long period of time. You've got to start build a dynasty. You have to. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to build combinations, and I just don't see him obviously being there because he's leaving. As a Blues fan, would you still have him, Oscar? Uh, well, there's a couple of games to go, isn't there, before teams get named. I think with Adokar's been named back for the Bulldogs this week, uh, so I think you know if he puts together a couple of good games, that'll put him right into frame for selection. And we're still keeping an eye on Tommy Turbo and what he does over the next fortnight as well. So um, depending on Turbo's availability, we could be looking for a centre or a winger. Um, Campbell Graham can cover both of those positions. I'd probably have Suali still in my you know top two or three choices on the sting. When do we get to for the Blues? Outside, actually, yeah, it'll be next week. Soon. I think because we'll I think they'll pick him on the following Sunday. So mm. I think it will okay. be next week. Okay, well, I'm so yeah, something to watch out, out for. That one. Yeah, something like to that. watch out for. Yeah, okay. 
More than 300 first-class games in the NRL and the Super League. Is there a place in the NRL today for Mitchell Pearce, Oscar? Yeah, well, I was wondering if someone was going <laughs> to throw to Pearcey then when you talked about the Roosters needing to find some room in the cap. Yeah. I'd, mm. I'd be very surprised to see Mitchell Pearce back at the Roosters this year. Um, but next year, I mean, the way that they've been juggling that halves, halves position, I'm still convinced Sam Walker ends up back in the team at some point, mm. um, there's been concerns over Kiri and his fitness and his concussions and his form as well. So, yeah, maybe I think Pierce has got something to offer in the NRL still for sure. Yeah. I think I think, I think our I think our shout for uh, premiership favourites is starting to uh, not look good. Not it's looking falling good over a little bit. It is, yeah. isn't it? And I think that's. I mean, there's been a lot of chat about their side in the last you know couple of weeks about just the players that are coming in. Maybe they've really just. Stuffed up recruitment for once. Mm. They 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 very rarely get it wrong. Very rarely. The Roosters. And so. when they get it wrong, they admit it quickly. And yeah. Then they act. You look at Kyle Flanagan. Yep. You look at Mitchell Pierce when yep. he was yep. kicked out. So yeah, they've they've got a track record for being quite ruthless. Yeah, I mean, we all love the cheese, but he's not has been the biggest impact that we thought. We, you know, does Matt Lodge really fit the bill at the Roosters at the moment? Um, there's talk about him leaving the club mm. as well. I mean. I don't think I've seen this much turmoil at the you know surrounding the Spruces yeah. in media because it's never been like this. I mean, I'm liking it though. It's good. <laughs> I'm liking it a lot. Where, where would you boys play Brandon Smith if you're Trent Robinson? Well, I mean, he's probably on too much money to be a 14, but like, jeez. Mm. I'd consider playing him at lock. What I would think. you do with Radley? Well, yeah, that's the problem. Radley's just well. To be fair, Radley's off the field every ten minutes, isn't he? So. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say lock as well, but yeah, it's hard to mm. find a spot well, for him like that. They well, do have well, a wealth of players like that, I suppose. Maybe, maybe they? they just like maybe just partner them, them two up and just be like, you boys are going to rotate forty minutes each. You know, this is this is it. Twenty mm. one of you go twenty in the first mm. uh, first half, twenty you see, and then you put your most explosive person on the last twenty, and that mm. would be and not to give penalties away, and that'd be the cheese. Yeah, um, because. You can build bonds like that with players, you know, and they then they know together what their job is. Yep. Um, I mean, I'd like to see him in that position, either in lock or or in fourteen, because I mean, I we feel, I feel like he does a, a pretty similar job anyway. Because you know, if someone does go down in that hooker role, he's just going to slip in straight away. He can he could play back row if he needed to. Mm. Like um, in this day and age, mm. yeah. I, I mean, they're probably just not using him in the in the right way at the moment. I don't. Yeah, I think one moment that stood out to me in Magic Round was when Roosters were attacking um, Cowboys line, mm. and Smith jumped. Or they were maybe twenty or thirty meters out, and Smith jumped out from hooker, looked one way, come back the other way, and then kicked for himself. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it was for himself. It, yeah. it was just like a cross field <laughs> yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah. And I said to Jace at the time, I said, "Do you reckon the Roosters have ever practiced that <laughs> no at training way. with Smith jumping out and kicking?" <laughs> So yeah, I th like I'm a big Jake Turpin fan. Yeah. Um, and I thought well, he's he, an out and out hooker. He's a yeah, he's a genuine hooker. Yeah. Um, and I've been impressed with what he's done in limited minutes for the Roosters this year. And I thought we might see him named at 14 this week. We've seen Cheese play in the front row for Melbourne before and do a job. He's yep. done. I think he spent some time there even for the Kiwis maybe as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'd probably be starting to look at different areas to use cheese and getting Turpin Do you think it's another thing of Trent Robbins is not Craig Bellamy? So he's yeah, just maybe. doing things that yeah. um, Trent Robbins, he doesn't care what he, Trent Robbins... he wouldn't ever dare do under, under Craig under Bellamy. Belzer. Because, yeah. you know, obviously he's come through with Melbourne. Um, you know, we talk about these kids getting Melbourneized and being in the system and, um, yeah. and not being able to get out of it. Um, maybe he just is at the moment, he's still so young, yeah. so maybe just is, you know... 
got got given the license to kill and he hasn't been doing it um, as good as they thought he would. Mm. Speaking of teams shitting the bed, the Eels <laughs> lost to the Titans last week. Can they still make the finals? Oh. Will they make the finals, actually? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I think that... Eels' performance was one that we've seen from them, unfortunately, for Parramatta fans far too yes. often mm. in the last few years. They play, I talked about this on the podcast a lot last year. They try and go around teams instead of earning the right to go through them first. So I think they got an early try. Uh, I think Titans made an error, and then Mike Acevo scored in their first attacking set. Yep. And everyone in the crowd went, you beauty, Eels 13 plus is on here. My multi's home. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I think they just... For whatever reason, they they didn't do all the hard stuff, all the shit work through the middle. They weren't punching through the ruck, getting on the front foot and then shifting it. They just kept moving it to the edges and the Titans either slid or jammed them. And we're, we're, we're not, it's, it's, very, it's not often that you're wrong on this podcast oh, either. come on now. Um, Thank you, mate, but <laughs> so, I'm sure it's happened. Last week we did say that uh, you were going to see all Queensland teams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very wrong. What was your ball prediction? Yeah. My ball prediction was um, that we would blow out. I think we oh, would, was too. Yeah, that you'd... Yeah, we blow out pants the sea eagles. Yeah, manly. Bowl prediction. You are around at a dollar twenty. Hey, obviously the obviously the uh, the bookies weren't great last week for everyone. So um, yeah, that was my bowl prediction. But I do remember that. Yeah, and that all four. I was thinking that on Sunday as I laid my weary head on the pillow. I was like, oh, I'm gonna cop some shit for this. Yeah. Well, we were talking in depth about what a great multi prize that would have been oh, for no. the. Uh, and geez, oh. I wonder what it would have been for the uh, <laughs> for the Queensland teams. Uh, now this week, Oscar, your article on mm. the Neds blog, yep. magic moments from Magic Round. Yes, oh, froth. What froth stood it. out to you? I think there's one pretty clear player. Maybe yes. plays for the Finns. Yeah, the house. Valens Tafade. Um, Tafade in Maori means the house. I've been told by my Kiwi friends. Wow. Very cool nickname, I think. Obviously built Safe like... Safe as house as well, too. Safe as houses, maybe. Uh, built like a brick shit house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it all works. Um, he had a, a, a debut to remember. Oh. Um, if you got on him to score any time at four-something dollars, Oof. then new beauty. Uh, ended up scoring a double. A few moments in defence that he'll need to work on in the review, um, mm. but happy to focus on the positives for now. He's definitely a player of the future. I will be surprised if he plays the rest of the season. Um, for the Dolphins, I think there'll be a big uh, kind of shock when Branko Lee's picked over him when Branko's fit. Yeah, um, but Wayne knows how to manage these guys, and yeah, he's going to be a player there. What for, a moment! For the what a moment for him and his family. Mm. You know, uh, goosebumps thinking about it mm. because you, as a footy player, you you dream of the big moments. I mean, Wayne said it after the game. He, you know, he wants those big moments. Yep. Um, he's obviously got that. He's a you know that, char- that you charisma know, charisma around yeah. the club, um, you know, and he's just I can't wait to see what he's going to turn into. I still think you know looking at him, he's he's still a bit big. Like I, mm. I can't wait to see him get a, you know another couple of preseasons yep. under his belt, yep. uh, trim down just a tiny bit because um, once he does that, uh, loses a bit of baby fat. Mm. Oof, he's going to be very scary. I just couldn't believe how fast he was so for a bloke quick. of his size as well. Yeah. Absolutely the, incredible. The balance and the speed of a dude that big. Yeah, yeah, he's. Incredible. I, I'm not saying that he is this guy, and I never would, but. That try he scored was very Mel Meninga esque. Yep. Yeah. Like it was the, how the way the way Mel used to run over players, yep. and um, you know it's obviously you know a credit to himself. He's he, you know he works pretty hard on his uh, attack. Just needs to work on his defence a mm. little bit. Yeah. That was the game that I caught up with you for a beer at the yep. halftime of, and I remember we were talking about this then. There was mm. that first play that he got himself involved, and I think it was a Sarko on his outside, wasn't it? Who was the winger on that? 
Uh, he would have had whoever the winger was. It was Maine. It, it, it would have been Maine. Yeah, yeah. It would have been Maine. Test yeah. plays left. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Okay. Yeah. Whoever it was, he sort of ran out and he was aiming for the corner and he just gave them no room. And I said to you, I yes. thought maybe yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just a little bit of nerves coming into first mm. grade. And yeah. then the next attacking set, he just remembered that he was Valens yeah. and stepped through Red the line. It was really yeah. outstanding yeah. to watch. Usually at the end of your uh, of your uh, segment here, yep. we talk about the comments in response, but every single comment was about Val. was about Valens. Yeah. So we'll go through them now. Yeah. Peter Smith said, another great Bennett weapon. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very, very good. Joseph Mitchell said, future test player for sure. Plenty of raw ability. I think these blokes are just agreeing mm. with everything we're saying. Yep. Gary Pear said, the Sherman tank steamrolled the over Boylan. Sherman tank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sherman tank. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and then finally, Brett Koppel said, loved the scene with his family after the game, mm. especially his mum, proud as punch of her mm. son. Yeah. Very, really, like I said, very cool moment for him and his family. Really was a highlight yep. of Magic Round. What other Magic Moments? Um, well, I won't read all of it. You guys can jump on the Ned's uh, website and check out the blog section to read the rest of it. But quick shout out. You've already spoken about the Broncos mm. absolutely killing it. I thought they played really well hosting Magic Round. I think it was probably important to them to win. Yep. And they won well. Uh, I love watching Big Boppers score tries. Adam Fanua Blake and Spencer Lenu both crashed over for the Panthers and Warriors. Um, and then probably my favourite moment of Magic Round was the Cody Walker try to open the scoring for the yeah. Bunnies against yeah. the Storm. Um, left edge movement that should have ended with AJ scoring. I don't know how Jerome Hughes managed to stop him, but then Trell jumps into dummy half. Looks like he's going to fling the ball back in, in field for a settler, and then Cody just flies over the ad line, calls for the kick, and Trell off his wrong foot with five defenders in front of him. Just puts it. Just, just neat. threads the needle so neat. through the line for Cody to score. And I think I saw a great tweet uh, about that, just laughing at the thought of Craig Bellamy screaming into his uh, microphone, yeah, microphone yeah. Um, when when they conceded that try, even though there's nothing you could have do, done to defend <laughs> well, it. Well, he right? might need to warm that microphone up this weekend yeah. because he's going <laughs> to keep doing it. <laughs> One of my mates had... Cody Walker first try scorer, Justin Olam anytime wow. in that. And Olam went over second oh, and yeah, was yeah. pulled back. <laughs> no. Wouldn't that make you sick? And it's like write your own odds sort of areas, oh, that ticket as well God. anyway. Not a great bloke to watch afterwards. What else have you got for us, Oscar? Uh, a couple of old dogs winding back the clock. Kieran Foran scoring a rare double for yeah. the Titans, which was mean. Should have been a should have been a triple. Should have been a triple. But I think the young fella knew, understood the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the old fella would have got there. You don't uh, reckon? No, from that no, no. Couple of defence was. No, I mean, they're still pretty far away, but uh, I would have chipped for myself as well. Yeah. If, it was, if it was lucky, I would have chipped mentality. for myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, so stoked to see four and back scoring tries. Jared Croker, another one. Yep. He's four games away from 300. Um, loving watching him getting yep. back into his work for the milk this year. Andrew Davey returning to the Parramatta Eels, which is the club that he debuted for mm-hmm. three years ago, two or three clubs later, and scored his first try for Parramatta. So it's great to see him coming back from some injuries. And then new, new kids on the block. Isaiah Katoa, I thought, was outstanding oh, for the Dolphins. Geez. Yeah, yeah he won't, he's not getting the try assists, but if you look back at a lot of those tries that Redcliffe scored um, oh, over he's, Magic He's getting Man. in deep there for those block plays. Like, he is. Mm. It's so hard, and you would know this. Mm. It's so hard to get square, like, the way he's doing it yep. to, to drag, you know, those defenders in. And he's just doing such a great job at it. At his age, yep. to be that mature and composed. So, yeah, he's, yep. he's killing it. Yeah. Uh, Alofiana Camparera, who we just talked about, yep. dogged four and uh, hat trick, but scored a mean uh, chip and chase try. I think he's playing. Come off his shin too. Watch the replay of that. Oh, really? He shanked it. <laughs> like, it's quick it's, enough to make it back. But he's so kick fast. Good, right? Yeah, exactly. 
and then Jaden Sullivan coming on for the Dragons. 56 minutes, 40 receipts, two tries. Not a bad way to make the most of your first grade opportunity. So we might see him spend a bit more time in the halves yeah. and Dozer in at dummy half. Mm. So, yeah, but overall, a great magic round weekend. And I'm glad we looked at the comments from this week and not the comments from my club rankings <laughs> last week. <laughs> Boy, there are a lot of those. I, got, I nearly did yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I got bagged and now everyone's talking about Souths for minor prems and everything else. So, yeah. you know. Like they're head and shoulders above everyone in my they opinion. Are, they look they're, so they're, good. I yeah. like how in your power rankings you have a little disclaimer that says, this is my opinion. Yep. Yeah. 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 This yeah. Is, and, yeah, try to explain it a little that bit. That angers people even You're an idiot. Yeah. 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 You shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That was silly. Now, of course, <laughs> Liam is away this week. No Fogs Fast Five. Unless, Ryan, you've brought something to the table, have you? I'm, I'm back on board with uh, the offload. Oh, yeah, well, yeah you all you are, of course. But in, before we get to that, I'm going to tell you about Fogs Fast 2 on the weekend. Oh, right? yes. oh. I was wondering what you were getting at there. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, this could mean absolutely anything. He's a big cricket man, Liam. He's actually, yeah. to his credit, he's actually a ranked, in Queensland, he's a ranked bowler. I think he's in the, right. according to cricket stats or whatever it is. So hold on, is he a fast bowler? Yeah, or well, he's a medium pacer. Medium pacer, you okay. Would, from what I saw on the weekend. Anyway. <laughs> yep, there's yep. nothing fast about Slow medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's, uh, we, we expected him to turn up and be really, really good for us. And yep. granted, he does have a broken finger at the moment, mm. but we played three games. He batted twice for a king pair, which is a golden, golden duck, duck in yeah. both games. No. And he was filthy. I was going to say, is that why he's not in today? (laughs) No, he's off actually filming a cricket thing Uh, for the mm, Ned Socials, so keep an eye out for that. But he probably doesn't want to be here after the weekend then. Wow. Yeah, Fox Fast (laughs) 2. Oh, no. Very fast. Unlucky. Outstanding watch. (laughs) What we are looking forward to, though, is story time with Gerald. Is it Magic Round related or are we going elsewhere? It's Suncorp related. Okay, um, somewhat. We're going to go into the honeypot of the Brisbane Broncos. And I thought over the weekend um, I ran into a lot of people who obviously played in my last year um, in 2000 and well not my la- well not my last year but Lockie's last year in 2011 um, and the Mad Monday for that was sensational but having so much uh, you know memories at the Caxon um, one of the biggest memories I have was when we played down in Melbourne um, we lost sorry when we played down in Sydney we lost down there Lockie had a fractured face so he actually couldn't fly uh, because of the air pressure so he got an operation if we win against Manly Seagulls in 2011 the prelim um, then he's going to play the next game mm. so they get a helicopter for him and he flies down to Sydney to watch a game from in a helicopter <laughs> so obviously so he doesn't go too high oh, right. uh, so it's like six hours so altitude yeah, difference right. anyway we lose we come back and we get on the source um, <laughs> and over the weekend I was telling this story to um, Matty Johns and he was frothing on it um, so I thought well I've got to tell it you know I've got to tell it now so the story is um, they made a headgear um, you know for Lockie and it was like this headgear that had like a, a pad <laughs> like this on it. A cheek pad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I'm at Suncorp Stadium and I'm just thinking about looking at Suncorp and I hadn't been there for a little bit, you know, actually watch a game on Friday, but I was like, I wonder how this happened. Story is we're all at the Caxon on the Sunday after, uh, obviously, the game. We'd got back about, you know, late at night, but we'd still kept going and the Caxon is flowing just with us. Um, We get a call um, and Alf's gone, everyone outside. Everyone runs outside. We look up. Lockie's hanging out of the hang it like out of the helicopter. Like, yeah, 
yeah, like just, and we're just all like on the middle of the road. This is just outstanding. Yeah. So then we think, you know, he's obviously got to go park the helicopter. He's not flying it, everyone, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's got someone. Yeah, he's going to park the helicopter. <laughs> so we all we all run inside and think he's going to be forever. Yeah. Literally ten minutes later. He's got the headgear on running through the crowd and the boys are trying to shot him. And we're all thinking, how the f*** did he get here so fast? <laughs> Disclaimer, you know, um, this is so long ago that, you know, it doesn't really matter now, but <laughs> you're not supposed to land helicopters in Suncorp State. <laughs> <laughs> so guess where they landed the helicopter? That is outstanding. This is out like, and for us boys, we thought he was going to be another hour away, mm. go to the airfield and, and yeah, do that, but... One of the great stories and, uh, you know, telling a lot of the uh, boys over the weekend about that story, they were just in shock. But when you're Darren Lockyer, you can just do whatever you want, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. If for no other reason of being an immortal. Oh, yeah. Well, landing a helicopter anywhere. It's the best story ever. <laughs> <laughs> With all the stats, trends and betting you need to know, this is The Offload. Welcome back to the offload, Ryan. Oh, it's good to be back, boys. Good to be back talking rugby league. Do you still do something like this on the AFL podcast? Yeah, we still do the snapshot and uh, very similar here. Liam's changed some things up, I see, in a few different segments, but looking forward to it. Well, I'm sorry that we don't have Leech's launch pad (laughs) or equivalent on this, but if you can find yourself, let's kick it off with Don't Argue. I was going to say, it's good to be on a show that's going to only go for 40 minutes, not (laughs) an hour and 40 minutes. Just uh, a bunch of blokes that like having a chat. Yeah. That's what he said to me all of last year. Uh, Something like that. Yeah. Is that what he says about That's what he says, yeah. Oh, gosh. Sounds like you're doing therapy. <laughs> That's uh, let's lead off with a guy I spoke about a lot last year, Selwyn Cobbo. Mm. Uh, mm. Scored his second Hattie of Magic Round two years in a row, $10.50. Slowly creeping up the top try scorer list as well. He's got eight to his name on the season now. And we've got a couple just at team plays. Uh, the Dolphins 13 plus against the Sharks. You're getting 10 bucks for that one. Ooh. And the Cowboys 13 plus against the Roosters was $11 as well. Wow. Wow, way. I mean, who would have picked that, though? No right, one. Frankly. Well, maybe some people did, but we'll never <laughs> know because Liam usually goes in the back door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he says. That's what he says. Yeah, more than fair. Uh, who are our punters' pals? Uh, Jordan Rapiner. He's now scored a try in each of his last six appearances with Canberra as the favourite. He scored in the first minute of Magic Round, if you don't mind. Yep. The Dolphins as well, they've covered the line in six of their last eight matches as underdogs. Hamaso Tobai Fidel has scored at least one try. I've just butchered his name, but no, has scored right. at least one try in seven of the Dolphins' last eight matches as underdogs. The Hammer. Yeah. The hammer. <laughs> um, and South Sydney, your bunnies, uh, Oscar, have now covered the line in each of the last five matches. Mm. They've won 19 of their last 22 matches in Queensland as wow, well. Wow, that's cold. Who have they got Jeez. again this week? South? T- Tigers, I think. So, yeah, okay. We'll be covering the line again there. Have you got any round 11 tips for us? Um, I'm looking at that? <laughs> I'm looking at Nick Meaney on Thursday night. He scored at least one try in each of Melbourne's last three games at home. You're getting two dollars eighty any time for that one. And uh, a man you mentioned just before as well, Oscar. Cody Walker, he scored at least one try in each of South's last six matches as a favourite. Yeah. Go- I've gone the double for this one, though. $5.75, he scored a double against West last year, so I think that's value. He's he's unstoppable at the moment. Mate. Like, I don't know. Is there a half that scores tries like him? I, I, I don't a, think so. I did a tweet a few weeks ago. For some reason, found myself looking at try contribution stats. Yeah. So either tries scored or tries assisted over his career he's I think he averages 1.53 tries try causes a game that's that's, that's better statistically than Jonathan Thurston I feel sick it's better than Nathan Cleary and it was better than 
maybe Darren Lockyer. Well, I think it is. It's absurd. And there's an outlier in that because the 2021 season he had like 30 tries or something and that, that season is a little bit of a – it's got an asterisk on it. Mm. Um, but even still, yeah, he's just – his numbers are absurd. That's, That's a fair old list, isn't mm. it? It is. Are we up to if you're not first, you're last? We sure are, Tim Z. So Adam Fanua Blake, $41 mm. in the Warriors versus Panthers sure. game. Isaiah Katoa, uh, $41 as well. And Ruben Cotter was the big fill-up, 67 bucks. That is a lot. Now, he's changed up this a little bit. We're into the hospital passes, which is the massive bets that didn't quite get up. Is this a segment he doesn't normally do? He, this is the second week. Oh, that he's okay. Why yeah, is this okay. one of yours, is it? No, no, it's not. Oh, right. right. Okay. I can't, I can't, I'm going to steal it. That would have been, well, been on brand. <laughs> quite frankly. So, no, he's literally, this is week number two. Okay, so, very nice. Yeah. Um, good to see him doing some work for a chance. Yeah. Uh, 30K yeah. on the Sharks, 1 to 12. Ooh. 30K on the Panthers to cover. Mm-hmm. 20K on the Storm, 1 to 12. No. 12K on Para to cover and 10K on Para head to head as oh. well. Ouch. These are the ones that really sting. The incorrect groundings, <laughs> multis that fell one leg short. There are some sick ones. Yep. He's, yeah, he's, he's found some gold this week, that's for sure. So we got two five-leggers. The first was $50.00. It was going to make just over 32,000. What? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. No, I'm going to have a heart attack. Was it Talakai? Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> Sorry about that, Oscar. <laughs> it's, it's on the Bulldogs Raiders game. So he's gone Jordan Rapp on a first try, yep. Xavier Savage anytime, Jacob Preston anytime, Jake mm. Avarillo anytime. Mm. But the leg that's cost him is probably the most reliable, Sebastian Chris. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. No. Few blokes scored in that game. Yes. Uh, and the other one, I always like the ones where the stake's really low. So yep. $1 into 1.5K. This is on Titans Eels. Brian Kelly anytime, Mike Sivo anytime, Sivo two or more, Gutherson anytime. And the leg that cost him, which was a pretty exotic one, was will there be golden point? And he backed yes. Ooh. I mean, yeah. it's a... That's, to be fair, that's probably what would put, would have put the value yeah. into that and one. And that's cleaning still, out the account. That's, yeah, that's what that yep. is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, a bit of movement in the futures markets after that. I assume Souths are getting pretty close to premiership favouritism. They sure are. The Bunnies are $5 into $4.25 after their win over the Storm. They're second favourites to the Panthers now. They've firmed as well, $4.30 into 4 Broncos, $9 into 7 bucks. That's the shortest they've been all season. And the Titans and the Cowboys are both 101 into $67. One of our favourite parts of Futures talking every week is West Tigers watch. <laughs> yes, Have I'm, you had a look into that? I, I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> the, the notes here are it's time to get on the Tigers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can actually see Liam's signature next yeah, to that yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, so they've held steady at $51 to make the top eight, but they're 301 into 251 to win it all. Yeah, I'll get on now. The firm is on. Yes. Finally, don't tell the miso. Uh, well, Liam's so kindly labelled uh, the AFL's record here uh, <laughs> in, in Ned's open group. So Please share. Fortunately, I'm not part of that, so yeah. this doesn't include me. Yeah. Um, so the AFL group had seven green boxes last week. The oh, NRL, that's, that's NRL one had ten, so good win oh, for yeah. you boys. Yeah. It was a really good start to the weekend, actually. I think you and Liam both got like yeah. $10 multis up on the first game, game. one. Mm. Yeah. He's got Strong a couple. Start. He's got a couple of your bets written down here as well, uh, Oscar. He said you had the Raiders to cover, Hudson Young anytime, Rapana anytime at seven dollars seventy two. Yeah, and uh, I think you also had the Tigers to win and Junior to po, uh at any time at three dollars eighty five. Yep. Fogsy had 
Valence. Valence, yeah, and he had yeah. the dogs to cover, Avarillo and Savage anytime, $13.10. Wow. Good value from you, boys. Great value. He's done his best to stitch you up with this, isn't he? I'm having a look at the sheet here, and he's called him Valance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been a bit of a, he's been a bit rushed this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ron Berg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cook will read anything on that note sheet. <laughs> Boy, it feels good to have you back, Ryan. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> no worries, lads. The Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. Week one, multi got up. We're at week 11, mm. and that was the only one that we've got up. So we're now four units in arrears. Yeah, we're struggling. We're struggling, but it doesn't mean we're going to shy away from it, boys. Yeah. This is not what we do here at the NRL Punting Podcast. We go at it, and we go at it hard. We do. And perhaps a good luck talisman. Our mate Ryan was involved in some very lucrative windfalls yeah. last season. Mm. So who knows? Maybe this is the week that we turn it, it is all the week. around. Uh, Timsy, it is the week. Yeah. It's not maybe we are going to get one home <laughs> this week. Oh, well, I would like that. Maybe. Gerald, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I, look, I have gone very bold this week. Um, it's not a, a, a any time try scorer because I, I'm, I've just been known to just stay at me personally, known to be stay away from this. But we don't have the best record down here, uh, down there in Melbourne. But I feel like the Broncos have a lot of players ready to play Origin, uh, and I feel like, you know, this is this is where they chuck their resumes in uh, and go to the interviews. So. Yeah, I'm I'm going head to head the Broncos against the Melbourne Storm, and mm. I'm pretty sure they're paying like two dollars ten, two fifteen, two fifteen, yeah, and close. you know, I think it's, it's a bit of value to be honest. It is a bit of value because they're playing great footy. We just don't have the best record down there. I actually caught up with um, Kevy Walters last night um, because of uh, Benny Hunt's three hundred. We had a dinner. Oh yeah, for, right. For okay. Benny Hunt's three hundred game, and I might have seen a photo on the socials actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, he's feeling. You know, they're they're, they're training well. Yeah. Uh, so I'll take I'll take what everything I can out of that, and yeah, I think they're. Gonna, they're going to be all right. Okay, I'm up second this week, and I've taken the Warriors at a one-and-a-half-point line against the Bulldogs. Mm. They are playing at a – it's a Bulldogs home game, I should say. However, I was reading a stat, and it was something like 13 of the last 14 games the Warriors have covered the line. So yeah. I think against a, an, a a team of the, the quality yes. of the Bulldogs at the moment, I think one-and-a-half like is quite it. a good like line nice. for the Warriors. Short and simple. Now, Gerald, you don't like any time try scorers? No, I said not for me. Oh, damn it. I know for me. Because I know this so guy's... What's your leg this week, Oscar? <laughs> uh, I've taken Campbell Graham, anytime try scorer yeah. for the Rabbitohs, <clears throat> up against the Tigers. I think you're getting about a dollar ninety-two. You're getting? Excellent. Right. Yeah, I think um, he didn't score last week, but he's been the tip of the spear in the Rabbitohs' attack this season. And he lines up against a West's Tigers left edge that has been very leaky in 2023. So yep. a West Tigers left edge. Like it, yeah. like and it. <laughs> like, like the other edges they've got as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, very nice. Uh, and more often than not, he has been just scoring them for fun, mm. hasn't he? So $1.92. Ryan, bring us home. I'm looking at Saturday night, Eels, Raiders. I've gone either team 12 and a half points or less. Mm. Uh, last yeah. four Raiders games have been decided by six points or less. Ooh. So I think this one will be pretty tight. Wow. That's a start. And it's $1.65. I think yes. that's a yeah, bit nice. of good value for that as well. All right, let's recap. Gerald, Broncos to win, $2.15. Yep. Jared, Warriors, one and a half line as favourites, $1.85, actually. Mm. So the bookies like that a little bit more than they usually okay. do with a line. Oscar, Campbell, Graham, anytime try score, $1.92. Ryan, thanks for joining us. I hope you're not stitching us up here. <laughs> Either team, 12 and a half or less, Raiders versus Eels, $1.65. Nice. 
13 dollars holy lucky 13 yeah that's Jeez. all we were talking about this this afternoon i honestly thought well this morning i should say we'd be getting about seven eight dollars yeah i didn't think it was going to be that much yeah okay i like it are you that's getting cool. on it Gerald? yeah i am yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get on did it did you get on it last week no <laughs> <laughs> every single week no no i said i was gonna get on it you know what happened drug too much piss more than fair well punters the neds nrl punting podcast multi is already built for your convenience you can find it under nrl round specials at neds.com.au or on the neds app Boys, it's that time of the week. It feels like it's gone really quickly this week, actually. Maybe it's just because Ryan's here. It feels oh, a bit stop different. it. I think he's a, <laughs> professional. he's a professional. He is. You know, it's we're not going to... Yeah. Polished yeah. performance, hasn't it? It's it a has. nice, concise offload There's been no too, pen I flicking today. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, was he taking the yeah. piss last? <laughs> <laughs> what was he thinking? There was one week. I don't know if you would have heard this, Ryan. I mean, you've experienced him on the NFL podcast before. There was one, like, two weeks ago. He's dropped the pen ten, ten times. times yeah. No fewer than ten times. And then he like puts it down quickly and then starts doing it again. Uh, God bless him. I love him. He's got he's, he's got a few issues yeah. um, in his life, obviously. Well, my, sort out. my final thought is we miss you, Liam. Welcome back next week. Drow. Well, my final thought this week is, um, yeah, for me, little mate, uh, Benny Hunt. Mm. Um, he he plays his 300th game for the Dragons, or well, for, in the NRL uh, in general. Uh, he's the 46th player to ever do it uh, in the game, wow. which is... A feat like that, guys, is um, you know, it's pretty incredible. I'm going to go up there on the weekend and support him in uh, in Townsville. I think the Dragons put on a real good show. Um, I know they haven't been, you know, hot. Um, I was going to put them in the multi this weekend, but I didn't want to jinx anything. Yeah, yeah. So I stayed far away from from it because it's a, you know, this one's close to my heart. A few things about you know this moment for Ben. He's not only played 300 games in the NRL, but he'll play. He'll be. He'll be joined by, I think, one of 12, only 12 of those 46 players to ever play 10 games for their state and 10 games for their country. Wow, okay. Um, so he's in some really – and, you know, Queensland names, are, you know, some like Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston, Darren Lockyer, Cooper Cronk, um, and I think I think I'm pretty sure I'm um, Corey Parker maybe. I, I mean yeah. they're the Queensland people that are in that, and then you have obviously a lot of you know New South Wales guys. But it was a pretty emotional night last night being there with him and his family and and some close friends. And um, yeah, I I just want to wish him all the best because I know he busts his ass every week yeah. for that club. Um, and um, I know. He just had this look in his eye last night when I was talking to him about, you know, um, him playing on the weekend, and uh, it's probably only fitting that he plays closer to Rocky because uh, he's a, you know, he's a central yeah. uh, Queensland. I was going to say he's a St Brendan's boy, isn't he? he Which is, is your boon, so it's fitting that they're playing in town. Yeah, and there's a lot of people game. coming, so um, I got no doubt. I was going to go anytime try scorer. So yeah. if yeah. the pun is, if you <laughs> honestly, oh, if like you yeah. if you want anything over this weekend and you want a bit of value, I think um, Dragons to win and Benny Hunt to score anytime try scorer because he's got that he's got that look in his eye so good luck Dozer good luck to you Dozer Mm. Oscar was was anyone else screaming go Dozer when he (laughs) kicks that ball in the last minute against the uh, yes I was Tigers yes I was (laughs) we got in trouble at the Sporting Globe for yelling it too loud oh really (laughs) mate we watched his we watched his highlights obviously last night of him as well and like he's he scored some tries. Yeah, yeah. he scored some tries as well over his time, and that one's right up. There's a big mur- mural actually in this in the uh, in the valley at the moment of him. Is there? Of Dozer, oh, yeah. Wow. So I have got to go get a picture with that, and we'll uh, yeah we'll uh, we'll show him. That's outstanding. Nice. Uh, my final thought of the week is up the mighty UQ Hounds. <laughs> we uh, resume our. 
Premiership defence this evening. I'll be shooting up to the sunny coast to take on the USC Spartans tonight. So, yeah, it's been a minute since um, the boys have been out on the paddock. So looking forward to a bit of elite park grade footy uh, this evening. (laughs) Good luck to the lads. Yeah, thank you, mate. Bit of uni footy, love that. Yeah, it's good stuff. What jersey number are you pulling on tonight? Uh, I don't know. I think I might be coaching tonight. So I don't know if I'll get to... Well, after the, the week, field with after the weekend, it, old knees. Yeah, but, yeah, after the weekend, it might be fitting that <laughs> yeah. you stay on the bench. <laughs> I'll let one of the young pups who didn't drink for three days straight <laughs> <laughs> take the hit ups and make my tackles. But yeah, yeah go the hounds. He's yeah. still playing fullback. Hey, are you still playing fullback? God no. Huh? no, 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 no. You're a big utility boy when you do. Yeah, get on, number yeah, fourteen's yeah. my jersey. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real cheese areas from there. <laughs> Ryan, give us a final thought. My final thought is, Liam, you've broken the cardinal sin of, sh- of uh, show business, mate. Never take a day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good luck getting back in here. <laughs> Especially when this multi-lobs. <laughs> now, at this point of our podcast, I'm not sure if you do this, probably not with the hour of Leech's launch pad nah. that goes on in the other one. Won't have enough time to do it. We do this in added time. We name the podcast. So Ooh. have you got any suggestions at all? I do. Yeah? Get to the chopper. Oh, that's good. I was going to say because of Dozer's 300 game, this is Sparta 300. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, don't yeah. know that. All right. Well, we better vote then. What do you reckon? Get to the chopper. No, I think get to the, I think get to the chopper. Get is. To the chopper. <laughs> the chopper is, is pretty good. All right, I like that. Uh, God, you've had a really big impact here today, uh, Ryan. Good uh, on you. Got to bring me back, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd be down. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, wow, thank you. Wow, he's got Thank you, punters, for listening to Get to the Chopper. <laughs> Enjoy the footy this weekend. If you're having a bad, always remember to gamble responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.